the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You might call it a job description for the Holy Spirit. Times of Refreshing, coming up next. Join us. You get hired and you're given a job description, what you're expected to do in the job that you've been hired to do. Well, here in God's Word, we have for us a job description, if you will, for the Holy Spirit. What is the job and the operation and the work of the Holy Spirit? Well, it's laid out for us here in God's Word, and that's what we're looking at today. Welcome. This is Times of Refreshing with our teacher and pastor, Napoleon Kaufman from The Well, a Christian community here in Livermore, California. And today, we're back looking once again at the work of the Holy Spirit, what it is and why it's so important for you and I today. Here's Pastor Napoleon Kaufman now with today's program. The Holy Spirit, He is the Spirit of truth, that which is real, that which is reality. There is no lie in Him. The Spirit of truth dwells within us. He lives and abides within us. And when he comes, the Bible says that he's going to guide. Somebody say guide. He's going to guide us into all truth. That means that this is a process. When we first give our life to Christ or we're journeying on with God, understand that there's areas in our lives where we, we may be walking in error or we're dealing with error in our lives or in somebody else's life. It's the Holy Spirit that helps to guide us in the right direction. When you look at Jesus' ministry... He did not start his ministry until the heavens opened, the Father proclaimed his proclamation over his life, and the Spirit of of the Lord rested upon him like a dove. You see the Father, you see the Son, you see the Holy Spirit resting upon the Son. And it was the Holy Spirit that helped to empower Jesus while he was in his earthly state to discern the Pharisees trying to trip him up in his words. To discern some of uh, the manipulation that his brothers and mother tried to, 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 you know, use upon him. To get him to do things that were out of the will of God. It was the Holy Spirit that gave him the insight and the wisdom on how to respond when people brought false accusation against him. He was always being led and guided into, into, into truth. He was always being led and guided into the right direction. He knew exactly where he should go, where he should be. Well, it's the same thing for us. The Holy Spirit, he rests upon our life, and he wants to lead and guide us, the Bible says. It's his ministry to lead and guide you into all truth. So that truth is not just coming through you. Truth becomes a part of you, even in areas of our lives where there's not, we're not being truthful. The Holy Spirit, he's there to help us, to guide us into those places. He'll guide you into all truth when, when your children try to trip you up and tell you they did something they didn't do. Have you ever caught your kids 
The Holy Spirit will tell you that too. He'll tell you something about somebody on your job. He'll tell you about family members. He'll tell you about things. Hey, watch, don't, hey, when you go in the meeting, don't say nothing today. They're trying to get you. Hmm. We got a secret agent, baby. Can I have an amen? Can I have an amen? The Holy Spirit to have you, the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, this is how he works in your life. He's leading you and he's guiding you into all truth. Doctrinally, he's guiding you into all truth. The revelation of Christ's person, he's guiding you into all truth. He's guiding you though. And I think it's important that we see that he is guiding. If he's guiding, then we have to sit back and enjoy our guide. Stop thinking that we know everything. Stop trying to help him out. You don't know the way. Sit back and enjoy the guide. Have you ever been on a trip? You don't know. You are in some foreign country. You don't know where to go. But you better trust that guide. Amen. And it's the same thing. We're in this land. And there's all kinds of things that we, that, that are seen and unseen that we don't understand. From a spiritual standpoint, do you know that the Holy Spirit is guiding us into all truth? He's given us so much revelation and insight. If we just be sensitive to his nudgings and promptings in our lives, he'll help you to see what kind of demon is activated in this, in a person's life. He'll help you to see when somebody's trying to manipulate you or trick you up. He'll help you see that when a voice is trying to speak to you, that it's not the voice of God, that it's the voice of a demon. Or, 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 and he'll help. Can I have an amen? we got to get to know the Holy Spirit. And the more we get to know him, the more successful we'll be in just when it comes. The more successful we, we will be when it comes to doing life. Not just doing your business, but just doing life. How many want to do well at life? Amen. This the Holy Spirit that helps you to do well at life. Your day-to-day life. It's him. And he's leading and he's guiding us into all truth because he's the spirit of truth. Now watch this. In verse 13, when he, however, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak on his own authority. But whatever he hears, he will speak and he will tell you things to come. I love this. He speaks as a sent one. And this is the reason why we have to make sure that we're developing our relationship daily with him. Because he is under authority and is giving revelation to us as God our father sees fit. I like to say this. My prayer is, is I know what I need to know when I need to know it. I don't have to be the smartest guy on the block. I just want to know what I need to know when I need to know it. I don't want to try to impress anybody with my knowledge. I just want to know what I need to know when I need to know it. I don't want to try to be impressive and try to wow people with talking about this and that. I just want to know what I need to know when I need to know. And the Holy Spirit is the one that helps you to know what you need to know when you need to know it. Can I have an amen? This is what he does. He speaks on behalf of the Father, and he shares these things with you. 
A lot of times when we're walking with God, we want to know everything. God showed me the whole plan unless I'm not, I'm not going. But we walk by faith and not by sight. There's an element of faith that we have to have in God and his ability through the Holy Spirit to communicate to us what we need to know when we need to know it as we're journeying through life. A lot of people don't enjoy their life because of the uncertainty that's associated with life sometimes. The uncertainty causes them to get out of their comfort zone or to get out of, I should say, get out of the comfort zone. Listen, saints, if you have the Holy Spirit in your life and you're willing to submit and listen to his leading, you can sit back and rest knowing that all things work together for the good to those that love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. He's going to work it out. He might not show you everything, but you have an aid, you have a comforter, you have a helper that's going to lead and guide you into all truth. Stop thinking that you got to have the whole picture. Doesn't work like that. It it doesn't work like that. And sometimes God will not show you the whole picture because he knows if he showed you, you wouldn't go. Can I have an amen? He'll show you some good things, get you going. (laughs) When I set out, when I walked away from pro sports and came to do this, he didn't show me everything. He showed me a few good things. I was like, Lord, I was like, honey, we're going to take over the world. God's going to move. Yeah, praise God. We, yeah. <laughs> we got in that thing about a year. I was like, Lord, Jesus, help me. I'm hanging on. We're going to do it, though. I'm quitting, Lord. <laughs> but what happens, saints, is you have to get into your mind that it's the Holy Spirit. He is going to show you things to come. And as he hears, he what? Speaks. As he hears from the Father, show him this now. He speaks. And what that does is it helps us to stay close to the Holy Spirit. It helps us to stay sensitive to the Holy Spirit. It helps us, and I like this, it helps us to mature as we're walking. There's a maturity aspect to this that the Holy Spirit is also trying to get within us. He doesn't show us everything. We're we're constantly listening to him. And then God helps us to get going. And we get in a rhythm with the Spirit of God. And before long, before long, you'll hear the Holy Spirit telling you things, showing you things, and it just comes to you. And now you're just flowing. And now you're not stressing and worried and you got to show me now. No, God's got me. God's got me. The Holy Spirit has got us. He's with us. He's in us. He's not dying, so I'm not dying. He's not going down, so I'm not going down. As long as the Holy Spirit is active in my life, we're going to make it. This is how we got to start talking to ourselves. Start talking to your family. Talking to your kids. Talking to your coworkers. Talking to everybody. I got the Holy Spirit of God in my life. I'm going to be fine in my life. The Holy Spirit is going to lead me and guide me into all truth. And the Spirit of truth is in my life. And if anything I need to know, He's going to reveal it to me. I'm open. I'm ready. I'm here to serve God. And I'm going to do... Can I have an amen in here? This is what we got to learn to do. The problem that we have is we start leaning on our own understanding. We start leaning on our own understanding. We start resting in our own understanding. We start putting our trust in our own understanding. 
And then the next thing you know, we're stressed out, we're worried out, we're discouraged. We're, we're, and then if you're discouraged, let me ask you, where's the Holy Spirit at? Because I know he's not discouraging you. He's your comforter. He's your aid. He's your paraclete. He's your, he's the one, he's your helper. He's the one to say, exhorter, come on, let's go. Let's get this going. If we're, if we're going down this road, oftentimes it's because we took our eyes off the Lord and we placed upon our circumstances. But his ministry is effective. We see it throughout this holy canon, how many people he's helped and encouraged and then people in this room. You see the testimony of God's work. He says in verse, verse 14, and I like this. Well, I want to go back to 13 because this is also good. He said he'll, he'll, and I like that he won't speak of his own, he'll, and, then, and then I like this, he will tell us things to come. He doesn't tell us everything, but he will tell us things to come. Look at verse 13. He'll tell you things to come. He'll get you ready. We have to trust that. He may not tell us everything, but he'll tell you things to come. Do we rest in that? He doesn't always tell you all the particulars and, and the details and, and how this person is going to come over and then well, they're going to shut the door and then when they shut the door, they're going to leave $1,000 and then you're going to be blessed. <laughs> he doesn't tell you all that, but he'll tell you things to come. And I think for us, we have to see that, wait a minute, God is not just the God of my present. He is the God of my future. He's all, already gone before me to prepare a way. Verse 14. This is a part of his ministry also. He says, he will glorify me, Jesus says, for he will take of what is mine and he'll declare it to you. I think this is important too that we see in ministry that if you truly have the Holy Spirit active in your church, in your life, there's going to be a constant glorification of Jesus. And I, and I want to watch this. It's not just what Jesus does. I'm leery of ministries that, that focus on all the stuff that Jesus does, and they don't talk enough about Jesus. His activity is great, but who he is is greater. I, and I think this is important because we, mag, we can magnify the gifts of the Spirit. We can magnify the prophetic and the apostolic. We can magnify, you know... Uh, his healing and delivering power. We magnify those things. We thank God for those things. But we never should get so enamored with his activity that we lose sight of the source. The pursuit is a source. He says, seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. Or, or we have to be active in seeking after him. Getting to know him. Not just what he does. Beginning to know him with the Holy Spirit, if he's active in a church, he's going to glorify Jesus, the person of Jesus, that Jesus is going to be at the forefront of everything that goes on. That, 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 listen, I praise God for people coming to get saved and, and people getting healed and delivered. And we've seen so much stuff in the church. I mean, I came and it, we just seen so much stuff. But the thing that I want people, when people come to this church, I want them to get to know Jesus. He's going to do all kinds of stuff. And I thank God for the stuff that he does. But saints, we have to stop. And 
if the Holy Spirit is active, truly is the Spirit of God, He is going to constantly be glorified. He says, He will glorify me. He's not just going to, he's not going to, he's not going to. Now, I thank God for the giftedness of preachers and ministers. I love people's gifts. And I thank God for how God uses people. It, it amazes me how God uses people. I watched Minister Antonio. I watched him from a little kid. Now he's playing this keyboard and it's just amazing to see. Man, how God has gifted that brother, man, and anointed him to do that. And I remember he was, he was just back there in the drum cage. Now he's leading the worship team. I love, I minister Tammy. I, I love was listening to her sing. I remember when she first came here. You looked a lot different when you first came here too. <laughs> but look at God. And she, and I watched her mature and grow and sing. Her and her husband, it, 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 this, they work together, their giftedness. I love it. And so many more, so many more people here at the church, your giftedness. It's amazing to me. Deacon Roger. Roger is MacGyver. Deacon Roger is MacGyver, man. He can do anything. He'll fix anything. He may blow something up, but he'll get it working in the end. <laughs> we love Deacon Roger. But it's his giftedness. I, I look at his gift. I said, man, that guy, that guy is gifted. And we should acknowledge and thank God for it and, and promote and say, God, thank you for the gifts. But, man, when it comes to the spotlight, mm, mm. Ooh, I just felt that right there. When it comes to the spotlight, it's got to be Jesus Christ of Nazareth. It has to be. Can I have an amen? It, the spotlight has got to be on Jesus. The spotlight, it has to be on him. If the Holy Spirit is active, he's going to glorify him. This is part of his ministry. His ministry in your life is to glorify Jesus. He'll put him on the pedestal. He'll magnify him. He'll cause us to fall in love with him. He'll cause us to seek him. He'll cause us to trust him. He'll cause us to wait on him. He'll cause us to have a holy and reverential fear of who he is. He'll cause us to release our faith in him. Cause us to know him like we've never known anyone. It's the Holy Spirit that will magnify his person. He'll reveal to us all of his wonderful characteristics and, and his, his attributes. He'll help us to understand his voice and to be able to discern his voice from that of a stranger. It's the Holy Spirit that will give us a glimpse into just a sliver of his glory. The revelation of his person. He'll help us to see when we're really being touched by God. We're really being touched by the Lord. It's the Holy Spirit that helps us to get a revelation of, of the power of his blood. The power of his touch. It's the Holy Spirit. He's the one. He's the one that does it. He glorifies Jesus. He magnifies him. When in the church, we glorify people or we glorify what the church is doing. And we glorify those things are good and we should talk about them and people should know about what the church is doing. But more than anything else, when you invite your friends, tell them if you want to go experience Jesus, come to the well. 
So you can experience Jesus. We want people to experience Jesus. And for us, the way in which we're going to help ourselves to to really position ourselves so we can experience all this is, is that we have to say, okay, if the Holy Spirit, this is part of his work, our prayer must be, Lord, have your way. Holy Spirit, have your way. Let your work be done. Every aspect of your work be done. He says in verse 14, he will glorify me for he will take of what is mine and declare it to you. All things that the father has are mine. Therefore, I said that he will take of mine and declare it to you. Saints, the Holy Spirit, he wants to fill you with him, with his person. He doesn't want to just, and I think this is important. He don't want to just touch you. He wants to fill you. To fill you. He wants you to be overtaken by his, by his person. And as we do this, God comes along and we see ourselves navigating through life. Being earthly, but yet spiritual. Understanding this, this dynamic. And this is what Jesus had. And I want to end by saying this. Um, there's no long-term success as a church without the Holy Spirit. You know, I don't normally do this. You guys know that, know this, but I'm going to do something right here that I don't normally do. You know, we had a, a church, I think it's a Presbyterian Church of USA that just voted this week, last week, to uh, ordain homosexuals and and to marry to marry people that are gay then you know what happens to people is this they're more concerned about people's feelings than they are God's feelings holy spirit's not in that church i don't normally say stuff like this but i'm going to say the holy spirit's not involved in that he's going to take what the father said and proclaim that. He's not going to take what's culturally acceptable and relevant and what people want and promote that. He's going to promote what the Father wants. God's not in that. People can, you can write me, email me, whatever you want to do. I'm not changing it. God's not in that. He's not. Call me what you want. He's not. He's not that. He's not in that at all. He's going to take what the Father says. And he's going to promote that. And he's going to glorify Jesus, not people. And we got to get to a place in our lives where the the, the person that we don't want to offend more than anyone. We don't want to offend. We just want to make sure that we don't offend the Holy Spirit in our church. That's it. This church may not be the church for you. You may not like the music. You may not like how loud it is. You may not like, well, that's fine. There's a bunch of good churches around here. But we just want to do what the Holy Spirit is asking us to do, that the Holy Spirit will be blessed by being here and that he would give us the glory of Jesus Christ. Can I have an amen? I'm not going to get offended. I'm not, no, I'm not tripping. People can leave. But, but in this church... I'll preach to that wall as long as the Holy Spirit is up in here. Because it has to be clear, saints, that if we have him, 
that everything else is going to take care of itself and that God is going to lead us and God is in our truth. But we have to make sure that we have Him. You're listening to Times of Refreshing with Pastor Napoleon Kaufman from The Well, a Christian community here in Livermore, California. As we close out our time together today, we invite you to reach out to us. Let us know that you're listening and this program is encouraging you on a daily basis. We'd love to hear from you. Now, there's a couple of ways you can reach out to us. By phone, of course, and that number is 925-292-7800. Again, 925-292-7800. Or write to us, Times of Refreshing, 2333 Neeson Drive. Livermore, California. The zip code is 94551. And obviously, you're welcome to join us on our website, thewellchurch.net. That's thewellchurch.net, and you can email us from that website as well. Now, as you visit our website, we do have other resource materials available, our online store, past sermons are available, as well as a COVID-19 update. While we would normally invite you to join us here on campus for worship services, at least until May 1st, we're not able to do that. So what we would invite you to do is join us online. Now, there are three ways you can do that. You can either visit our church app, and if you don't have that on your smartphone or your tablet, you're more than welcome to visit your favorite store and download it for free. Or go to our website, again, thewellchurch.net. Or visit our YouTube channel for our weekly message at 1030 in the morning. Pastor Napoleon will share a message from the Lord just like he used to with his program, Hope of Glory. And remember to be faithful during this challenging time with your giving. You can give online through our website, through the church app, or by mail to the church office. And we're praying and standing on His truth during this time and remembering God is in control. For God has not given us a spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Thank you again for spending time with us here today on Times of Refreshing. Until next time, God bless.